we are back and we just finished watching There's Someone Inside Your House from 2021. Rated TVMA, clocks in at an hour and 36 minutes. This is currently streaming on Netflix and is based on the novels by Stephanie Perkins with a screenplay by Henry Gaden and directed by Patrick Bryce. How many novels were there? I guess it's just one. I'm sorry. Did I say novels? I meant novel. Okay. Okay. What did you think? It was okay. <laughs> it was just okay. You predicted it like... Yeah. Yeah. I am a little perturbed. I am I am going to wager that you read spoilers. I did not read any spoilers. You are full I of crap. just logically uh, sussed out who the actual killer was. It wasn't that hard if you tried to... If you thought about it. I mean, there was obvious guy who obviously wasn't the killer. And the only other person really was uh, the re- other guy. Re- really, who the, really the only developed character who seemed to have a chip on his shoulder. Okay. What about you, G? Uh, I didn't really care about this movie. No? At the beginning, I had no idea who anybody was because they looked the exact same. Like the football players, the football players they did like carbon look carbon very similar. Them. Yeah, it, it like like when, wait, which was the one that died, or wasn't he murdered, or something? Well, there was, and the, it didn't help that that guy was wearing a mask of that one's face. Yeah, I didn't think the masks, other than Makani's, I didn't think, or and his and the last victim, uh, I didn't think any of the masks looked like the people that they were supposed to represent. Well, it's kind of hard because you're dealing with like an emotionless thing. It's it's sort of like like nobody knows that Michael Myers is wearing a William Shatner mask, but if right. you really look at the mask, you're like, oh yeah, that's that's kind of does look that's like T.J. Hooker. <laughs> so it, it's sort of like that sort of thing. I understand what you both mean that the masks. It wasn't super obvious, but if you really looked, you're like, oh yeah, I guess. I'd probably say the worst mask was Rodrigo. Like, that didn't look like him at all. Mm. Yeah. And also, I would probably say my biggest gripe in the movie is Rodrigo and what happened to him. Yeah, why was that, that a that, big deal? That situation didn't make any sense to me. Right, It was yeah. like, it was, the, the killer, uh, this isn't really a spoiler, but the killer basically finds out a secret, uh, some deep, dark secret about their victim, makes a mask of the victim, and then... I guess sort of like torments them a little bit with the secret before killing them and then revealing their secret to the entire town, the entire town. That's the, the, the killer's MO. Some of the secrets are like, yeah, you, you, you'd want to hide that or be like destroyed socially. If, if the secret got released or revealed. Mm -hmm. And then there was Rodrigo who, (laughs) yeah, his didn't make any kind of sense. The secret is big deal. It's like okay, you have that. Let's let's uh, maybe you need some help there, Rodrigo. Right, exactly, exactly. And then also like the other killings were they were methodical. They were like okay, he's really set up this whole thing for a long time, and he's he's alone with the victim, which leads to the whole title. Someone's in the house, and in Rodrigo's case, everybody was there, and like. Like how nobody did, how stopped did he, to help him. Nobody stopped to help him. Yeah. And, and there's like the thousands is, of kids in this 
building it's and like a house party. Yeah, and like all the teenagers in the town are there, and yet they all couldn't gang up on this one guy. Yeah, and they saw him. They're like, "Hey, there's a guy wearing a Rodrigo mask." Right, right. <laughs> At that point, everybody should have just been like, "There's a guy with Rodrigo mask." Let's get them, yeah, you know, and yeah. just picked up whatever they can get their hands on and just start wailing on the guy, the shit out of the guy. Well, my my answer to that is: Do you not remember being a teenager? Every every teenager is so selfish. I and do remember being a teenager. I also remember being a uh, young man <laughs> surrounded by other young men and being like, uh, "Let's uh, let's be tough guys." <laughs> that was part of being a teenager. And if if you saw the murderer of people that you know, especially, come on, the whole football team was there and they sure. loved that football dude. Yeah. They should have all just picked up whatever they could and beaten the living hell out, out of that guy. Uh, Rodrigo yeah. mask. And, um, and then Rodrigo, instead of joining everybody else, running out of the house party, decides I'm going to run the opposite way. Yeah, yeah. And well, because in horror movies, young yes, people make you, you do need silly to make decisions. So my other my other uh, notation here is that I was surprised with this current generation, and this is no disrespect to this generation, but let's be real. I'm surprised that there weren't more kids filming said murder because that's yeah. what we do now. <laughs> Yeah, you don't run away. We don't experience things. We just film everything. Yes, exactly. So I was a little, I was like, well, this obviously doesn't happen. Yeah. Because all these kids have these little supercomputers. Yes. Recording. (laughs) Yes. I don't record stuff. I have three pictures on my phone. That's not a lie. Okay. But it's at the ready. If, If there was a murder happening over there, you could. I don't know. I feel like G would I feel like G would run. G would probably. Yeah, she's rational. Yeah, she would. Yeah, but you would call the police at least, right? I mean, the the phone's in your hand. Yeah. What what the hell was everybody else doing? Maybe they were all just so stoned they didn't know what the hell was going on. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe he got them high on purpose so they'd be like freaked out of their minds. Yeah. I, I have to admit, I kind of really enjoyed this. I thought it was really well done. I said to you, it was very, to me, it was very reminiscent of I Know What You Did Last Summer, which they, they, they sort, of sort of reference, reference it. Yeah. So it reminded me of the times. And funny story, there was a lot of music in this and it didn't upset me. It's because it's from your era. Yes, well, there was that OMD song. And even the the... I'm guessing it was a modern song. It was very. It sound it sounded very 80s, 90s, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I want to say that this was this was actually I, to me it was pretty good. I mean, I thought the story moved along really well. The characters were all interesting. All the young actors did a good job. I didn't feel yeah, like anyone I, phoned it in. I Even agree. the lesser characters. Like I got to be honest, I thought this was gonna. I thought this movie was going to dissolve into like a Heather's sort of situation where they start just killing all the egregious high school stereotypes like the bully and the jocks and the cheerleaders and the rich kids of privilege. Yeah. So 
I thought it was going to no. just be a slaughter fest of all those types of kids, right? And, and I thought that they, they did show that like there wasn't anything there, like there wasn't kid like obviously you had your little clicks, and that was visible, but down deep. They all were like good kids. Yeah, like, yeah. Even the even the football kids, like one uh, one back to Rodrigo. When Rodrigo died, he like drew a picture. Picture. And was like, oh, this, uh, I drew this because I, you know, I, I wanted to like, you know, yeah. show my respect. Specs, yeah, that was kind of sweet, and also didn't feel based in reality. Or maybe it's just because growing up in an East Coast city, my, I don't my, think kids would have done that. My high school had something like four thousand kids in it, so. It wasn't. That's probably yeah. the population of the town this movie took place. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was maybe even less. Yeah. It didn't seem like a big town. Yeah. Plus, it seemed like Sanford was buying everything. Sanford was the name of the town. Right, right. Which was funny because that's the name of the town in uh, Rich Old Guy Hot Fuzz, right? Oh, is it? Yeah. Maybe. That's why when you, you that's why when you kept saying, I bet the, there's a lot of killers. I was like, Oh, like hot fuzz and then the town was called Sanford and I was like, Oh my god, maybe there really is a lot of killers but then I was I like, thought it'd be a lot because when Rodrigo dies, the guy's in the house putting the knife in the vent and then he runs outside and then the killers out there. Oh uh, yeah. I thought that there would be like at least two because like we're yeah, outside yeah. in case things Well there was in the first scream. There was two, right? Yeah, it was the it was the two guys. It was Johnny Depp Light and the other one. <laughs> Discount Johnny. Depp. Discount Johnny Depp. And uh, who was the other? Was it Jake Busey or? Maybe. Was Jake Busey even in Scream? I don't even know. I don't even remember. I saw, I saw Scream once. It was after all the hype had just completely blown this film up, and I watched it, and I was like, man, it was okay. Again, that's another movie that I feel is heavily influenced here, right? Because I think that whoever, well, you got your yeah, mass, your masked killer with a with a with a big knife, yeah, and also the masked killer who's sort of justifying why he's doing the things that he's doing. Yeah. I mean, he puts himself. It seems like he's putting himself on this pedestal of being the arbitrator of, of, I don't know decency or whatever uh, and plus he's like oh he's also playing the victim card at the same time at the same time which is pretty funny but anyway um again i, I feel like this works on a lot yeah, of levels i mean i think I, it's a when fun I, when i say it was okay it's like i don't think you're gonna be like oh this, this is terrible i've wasted two hours of my life it, it's okay it's okay if you want to see a light a, a light slasher sl- slasher sort of, sort of film yeah this is this, this is good this will fit the bill definitely. yeah yeah and it yeah. wasn't too scary although we should caveat this by saying that our second child tapped out seven minutes and three seconds into this yeah. film i think i think i think she just so i think she just can't tolerate spooky music and tension because no. nothing was going on Nothing was going on. Nothing was going on. I I think she was freaking herself out. Yeah. Yeah. It was all in her head before anything even happened. No, she is our kid. That's definitely a trait here. I I, music and stuff. Well, no, not music and stuff, but other situations. Oh, yeah. Building stuff up in my mind. Yes. My mind. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Definitely me. Music and stuff doesn't scare me. It creates a good mood, but it doesn't. 
I don't watch a lot of movies where they build stuff. I mean, it shouldn't. I mean, I kept trying to tell her, listen, this is all fake. These are all actors. This is just a story. It's a little scary, but. There was like one jump scare in the movie that I actually like winced at. But the rest was completely fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like this. Yeah, like I said, this wasn't super scary. Yeah, and it wasn't very gory. I mean, there is. a slasher flick. There's a lot of blood. There is some gore. Right. There is some gore. There's definitely a lot of arterial spray going on, mm-hmm. even in wounds that probably wouldn't bleed as much as they did. As they did. <laughs> what was the disclaimer at the beginning? Gore, language, and... Substance abuse. Substance abuse, yes. So, as a parent, if you have a problem with those things, steer your kid, I guess, away from this. I would say 14 and up, maybe, to watch this. Definitely not a nine-year-old, because our, our nine-year-old couldn't handle it, but yeah. 14 and up? I mean, as far as cursing, say, let's mean, be honest. I these kids say, say, say worse things than us, so. I would say this is a PG-13 movie. PG-13, okay. Even though it was TVMA, it's PG-13 movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like if, if this was in the theaters, I could see this getting a PG-13. It's definitely not an R movie. Yeah, I mean, there's no, did, I mean, there, there was cursing in it. I don't recall it being excessive. So, no. And there wasn't, like, any... I mean, there was, like, kissing and, and I guess, intent or whatever, mm-hmm. or sexual content, but... You know, or implied you, sex. Implied, that's the word I'm looking Implied for. sexual content. But nobody's, nobody's getting nude. Yeah, you're not you seeing know. anything. I, I don't even think the guy took his shirt off. No, and then when they... The next... The cut to the next scene is they're adjusting their clothes. So you really don't see anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty tame as far as sexual content. Goes. Yeah. And like there's there's gore. Peril. Peril. Lots of peril. And uh, I guess the tension. Yeah. The music. Yeah. Too much for young viewers. Yes. 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 With but uh, all in all, I thought a good, I thought a good film experience i mean it's not the best horror movie i've ever seen but i think it's serviceable it's new it just came out fairly recently i think i can't remember exactly when but and just see if you figure it out yeah i figured yeah. it out <laughs> shut it down shut it down but nobody else here did no yeah, no we all cool. had our we all had our uh, hypotheses about what the hell was going to happen but none of us were anywhere near close to guessing what happened. I can't believe you guessed it. That's crazy. I told you what, like, I had my suspicions from the beginning, but that moment that I told you about. Which one was it again? I'm not going to do it because I don't <laughs> want to spoil anything. But there's a little exchange that happens in the uh, movie, a little bit of dialogue, and there's a reaction shot. And I was oh, like, I right, right, right. Shot, and I was like, there's that's, your man. That's uh, that's the killer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, scale of one to ten, G, what would you give this movie? I don't know. I don't really care about it. It's maybe a five. Middle of the road? Okay. What about you? Yeah, not great. Uh, not bad. Yeah, I give it a five and a half or a six. I would give it... You know, a six. I'll give it a straight up I six. was going to say it, a six it, and it a half had, or it had, seven. It had good performances from the actors. It was shot nicely. Yeah. Uh, the gore effects were, were good. They weren't overdone. I thought Rodrigo's death was stupid. Uh, That's a big mark against me. Yeah. Mark against the movie. But it was okay. I mean, yeah, you're not, you're not really 
getting your life changed or stressing your brain out trying to figure out it's it's just good. yeah if you're having like a, a a halloween themed party and you're over 14 13 and over i think this is kind of a fun movie yeah i i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna give it a seven i feel like this this reminded me maybe it's because it's the same network or same streaming platform but this kind of reminded me of like the fear street movies obviously fear street is a little bit more intricate it's longer there's more parts to that particular story but i feel all in all start to finish this is a good story this definitely yeah this definitely fits in that box yes of that kind of age group and that kind of horror so and i think you know what that's smart because i i feel like who has more disposable income than teenagers i mean for the most part again this isn't a knock on anyone teenagers don't really hold jobs but they are cash fluid so let's be honest i doubt any of the kids paid for netflix that are watching this movie exactly well true (laughs) true mom and dad paid for this i i I know but i'm just i'm making the analogy of like this is geared towards this demographic yeah and i feel like and i I don't know if we've had this conversation. Maybe we have in the past. When I was younger, when I was a young adult, like a teenager going into being a young adult in my 20s, I always felt like that market was so underdeveloped. Everything was either for small, small kids or adults. And like the young adult demographic really wasn't serviced as far as entertainment. I think obviously a lot of that has changed in the last few years. You have TV shows that are teen centric, that are young adult centric. You have a lot of stories from the vantage point of different and diverse casting in that demographic. So definitely from when I was a teenager in late 80s I guess or whatever to the 90s when I became a young adult like this all this definitely or this this group is definitely better represented in film and television some of the stories aren't that great but I think just having these stories told is 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 a plus because I think if I was in this age group I'd want to see myself on the screen and I love that in this small Nebraska town there's like all this diversity and all these kind of like odds and ends kind of kids found each other and sort of form like this family And and it reminded me a lot of high school when I went to high school I had a great high school experience unlike you (laughs) where I fostered a lot of really, really great relationships with so many wonderful people. And through the power of social media, some of us have stayed in touch, which is great. And I think the nice thing about this was in a town that is probably predominantly a certain ethnicity, it was nice to see that diversity and representation on the screen and the core group of the kids that are being focused on really run the gamut from Darby to Makani and just everything else in between. So I just, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the writing. I thought the pacing on this was really good. I thought the character development was really good. I thought all the young actors were, did a really, really good job 
I loved the music, the old stuff and the new stuff that I've never heard that's very reminiscent of the old stuff. Obviously, Netflix has the money. The production values on this are really, really good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, again, it's not the best horror movie I've never seen. It's it's not on par with something like Hereditary. But if you're looking for some just fun, quick, disposable entertainment that's new on the scene, definitely, definitely check out Netflix's... Someone's in the house. <laughs> Did you already forget what the name of this movie is? There's someone inside your There's house. There's someone inside your house. And I loved in the beginning when you see the title card, that font and everything. It, it also oh, felt very they're, 90s. They're trying to like get that whole Stranger Things vibe going. Uh, then Things some of those people now. worked on this. Is that what I read? or Maybe. I Maybe. Think, I think like producers or something. Something like that. Like that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed this. So, I, you know what? I'm going to give this a seven. And I'm going to say, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's fun. And I say, check it out if you got nothing else to watch. Yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's it from us. And we will bid you all a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.